Welcome back to the Extension Experience Podcast. I'm Dana Zook. I'm joined by Casey Henches, OSU Extension Specialist for OSU Extension in the Department of Horticulture and Landscape Architecture. That was a really long title. Titles are always the worst, yeah. right? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. So she is also the host, which is the most important thing, of the Oklahoma Gardening Show on OETA and the YouTube channel. Yes. So Casey, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. So I told him your very long title, but tell us a little bit more about yourself. Yeah. So basically, I get to host a television show. I am a horticulturist. That's my training. That's my background. I'm a plant person. I do love talking to anybody who will listen to me about plants. Um, and so TV is not my thing. I've had to learn it, <laughs> to be honest. So I don't know how I'm doing on that, but I, I'd say I enjoy it. I think it. you're good. I Thank think it's you. great. I, I really like to watch it. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. So it, it just allows me to reach a bigger audience, I think, um, all across the state and then even national with our YouTube channel, um, international, I should say. Um, but we talk about gardening here in Oklahoma because I went to grad school up in Delaware. And so I tell mm -hmm. all my fellow horticulturist friends that it's easy to grow plants on the east and west coast. Like hydrangeas are just growing going in the sidewalk cracks, right? right. And yes. so if you want a real challenge to your horticulture gardening skills, come right here to Oklahoma. Right. <laughs> I remember when, well, everybody knows I grew up in Nebraska, but I just felt like you could stick a, a, a vegetable plant out in the garden and just like uh, see you in a couple months when you start producing tomatoes, right? right? Like in that nice dark soil you yeah. have up there, right? <laughs> yeah, that is that uh, that was a, a harsh reality when I moved down here. <laughs> like what? But that's the thing. Even so, we do a lot of filming in Stillwater, um, but obviously the state is so diverse too. So that's mm -hmm. the important thing that you know I'm always realizing. Like even though it's just starting to be spring, let's say up here in Stillwater, you know, Southern Oklahoma, it's been spring for a few weeks. Right. <laughs> and so it's important for us to get around the state, um, east, west, north, south, mm -hmm. um, to experience that diversity and what they might be experiencing. So you went to grad school in Delaware. I did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then you jumped to the you were extension for a while, right? Right. So my career, mm -hmm. it's longer than you might think. Okay, yes, I'm interested yeah. to hear about Yeah, so I graduated from OSU um, in 02. And then when I left there, I always sort of had an interest in public horticulture. So my option is public garden management. Um, and so I left there. There wasn't really any jobs at Botanical Gardens at the time. Um, and I went down to Dallas and I worked down there doing commercial landscaping for a national company. And so enjoyed that, really got to see see and experience running crews, being on a crew myself, like literally started out as a college graduate, um, helping to pick up trash on landscapes and that sort of stuff. Like wow. I started at the bottom rail, right? Okay. And um, I think the degree helps you move up faster, but it's important to have that experience. Mm -hmm. um, so when you are managing people later on, you can understand what you're asking somebody to do. Yeah. Um, and so I was there for three years. Eventually I got moved up um, as an account manager and uh, managed the Gaylord Texan Resort in Grapevine, Texas. Ooh, um, and cool. so that was a really, yeah. And what, what I found from that, and I also did some homeowners associations, was I enjoyed people would stop by and ask, why are you doing this? What is that you're doing? And so I realized like that's, I didn't like the hustle necessarily. Mm -hmm. And that sounds bad. Like 
I'm willing to hustle for, you know, whatever right. it works. But I didn't like the constant turnover of let's just move it and go to the next property. I really liked the tending and the caring of the garden and sharing with the people, the public, about what we were doing and why we were doing it. Um, and so after doing that for about three years, I went to graduate school up in Delaware okay. um, and, and got to focus in on public gardens and botanical gardens and nonprofit management. And so that's um, – but then life brought me back to Oklahoma. Right. And I was in county extension in Canadian County, um, El Reno office. Um, and so I did that for five years. I had um, forgotten about that. Yeah. So I that was my first real experience with extension. And honestly, I didn't really know much about extension at the time when I first got into it. <laughs> but you learned. But I learned real quick. Um, and, and I was like, this was the fit. This was what I wanted. This is the opportunity to share your passion and educate people about it. Um, and so that was just a perfect fit. Um, after five years, an opportunity came up, though, because at this point, I had never really truly worked at a botanical garden. Mm -hmm. And that was still kind of um, pulling on me a little bit. And yeah. so Myriad Gardens in Oklahoma City had just gone through their big renovation. Um, and so they were hiring a director of horticulture. And so I got that position for the next three years. Cool. Um, so, yeah, it was a, and I and I enjoyed that experience to its fullest. So. That's really neat. And yeah. now you're... And so then I got married. <laughs> that changes everything. Um, yeah. Right? So, um, <laughs> and my husband is a farmer. And so it was like, okay, am I going to be commuting um, from, you know, Perry down to downtown Oklahoma City every day? Oh. Um, and this opportunity yeah. hosting Oklahoma Gardening happened to come up at the same time. And I thought, I don't know about TV. I've never done this, but I was excited for the opportunity. And it's definitely a different venue. I mean, I'd done a lot of public speaking and that mm -hmm. sort of stuff, but it was just um, a new a new challenge. And I was looking forward to that. And here we are, I think six years, seven six years, years later. Yeah. So it's kind of crazy, but That's it's been cool. a wild ride. So Well, I mean, you you do a lot of different things. We, we filmed this morning yes. in the rain. Yes. Thank you for coming out. Yeah. <laughs> we filmed this morning in the rain. And I'm, I'm glad this is a podcast. We're not looking as... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. We we definitely have a face for a podcast this morning. <laughs> you know, Oklahoma Gardening Show has lots of facets. Like you said, go to YouTube. So let's talk specifically about the show. Right. So it's one of... Is it true it's one of the longest airing gardening shows in the U.S.? Yes, absolutely. So it started in the 70s and I'm trying to, I think we're in our 48th season right now. So I haven't hosted for all 48 seasons. You look very good for hosting <laughs> 48 years. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, I'm the 11th host actually. So there's a long legacy to this show. Um, and I feel honored to kind of be driving the train, if you will. Um, and, and it's changed so much over the years. So it actually started as a live show down at OETA. Okay. So it, it it started way back then. A live show. Yeah, before they even had all the technology that we have. They actually had a greenhouse down at the OETA studios, and they would wheel the big camera in and film yeah. it. Um, and then I think when Dr. Ray Campbell, who is now out at the gardens as a volunteer, okay. um, when he kind of hosted this show, he used to do it from his backyard for okay. a while here in Stillwater. Um, and then finally it was like, we need to find a home on OSU property somewhere to do this. And so they built some raised beds out at the extension station just west of town. 
And that's how it all got started. And so there was a studio garden, um, which has now morphed into the Botanic Gardens at OSU. Yeah. So. And so we'll talk about that here in a minute. Yeah. Because um, it has a rich history as well. Yeah. So how really has the show, ev- so it's evolved a little bit as mm-hmm. far as location, but from the topic standpoint, I mean, you've taken it kind of a different direction too. So what is kind of your thought process as you go through and you're planning episodes and stuff like that? Who are you, you know, what are you trying to look for? What what are you trying to address? I mean, how do you go about doing that? Well, and I think that's something that's unique to the show is we have a legacy of providing research-based credible information to Oklahoma gardeners. And so it's something that is specific to Oklahoma. um, And we have unique challenges here. So it's not just a national gardening show that it's like, okay, that sounds great, but it wouldn't really work here. Mm -hmm. Um, And I am always... I'm out giving talks to master gardeners and a lot of different um, groups and stuff like that. So I get to hear that kind of feedback also through that opportunity. And I want to make sure that we are addressing their problems um, that are specific to Oklahoma. I will say that's the unique thing, though. While we have that legacy is each host has kind of created their own unique spin. You Mm -hmm. know, you and I, we could both talk about tomatoes. But your talk would be different than my talk, right? right? And so I think people receive information different ways. And so each host kind of presents it in a different way. Mm -hmm. Um, I have the, what I love is that I'm I'm a learner. And so Mm -hmm. I have the opportunity, like you, to be able to meet with other specialists like we were doing this morning. And so I have you come on the show and kind of tell me your your particular topic or whatever, because I would rather you share that information, then get it secondhand from me as the host. Yeah. Um, And so if it's something that I know that I'm capable of talking about, some of the gardening stuff, then Mm -hmm. I just get to share my passion. And it's about putting that passion through on that TV. Because I think think that sells itself, really. Yeah. Um, But one thing I I really, when I started the show, I was like, I don't want this to be like some – out of reach concept like you know i don't want and i'm gonna say martha stewart like the perfectionist idea that it's like okay well that works you know there because they have this whole team or whatever Mm -hmm. like we make mistakes too and i think that's something that i kind of keep drilling home is the gardening is an experiment and if you don't think i haven't killed the plant you would be (laughs) lying to yourself because believe me i've killed plants you learn from those experiences and we try to share those like when something goes wrong on the show, I'm like, look, we did this and it didn't work out. And this is why. And we'll try again. So, yeah, that's really cool. I I have noticed since you've taken over, like there's been a lot of uh, unique. Here's how you build a raised bed. And this is maybe a different way to do it. And this is how I'm going to do it. And I'm always like impressed. You're like <laughs> in there constructing like all this stuff. And I tell my husband like, wow, this is really good. She's doing it on a camera. Like um, I remember you did the the log garden, like oh, the yeah. buried log thing. I don't know how that turned out and but it just seemed so cool yeah yeah the decomposition that was occurring around that i thought oh man i've never thought about that that's so neat and sometimes i'm like this is something that i would want to do at home and experiment and i'm like well i'll just do it on the show yeah you know that's really how it works yeah i think that that shows people that you can do it it isn't something a big crew right you need a big crew for. no absolutely although the problem is is when i do those projects on camera yeah 
Um, and then I'm like, hey, this really worked. I want to do this at home and I need your help. I asked my husband. Yeah, he's, he's like, like, well, you clearly can do it by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you don't need my help. No, he's, he's always more than willing to but help yeah. me. <laughs> Please bring your tractor. Yeah, that would be exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So some of my favorite episodes are those where you visit people's gardens. Yeah. I think that's been kind of cool. Just like um, some somebody, I don't know exactly, went to somebody's vegetable garden uh-huh. uh, maybe last year. I thought that was just, it was neat to see just a normal person's way of doing things. Right. And how, you know, they, they how successful they were in this. And then some people say, well, I just can't grow zucchini. Like, right. I just have trouble with that. And right. it's nice to hear that because I feel the same way. Well, and, there, and I do think people have certain plants that they can and can't grow. And it just is what it is. And it right. might be a little bit the climate or wherever you're at or your soil or something like that. But I think sometimes um, you just have something that might not work for you for whatever reason. But I I do like, because I learn from those people. You go out and meet with other gardeners and there is something that I take away from every one of those experiences. And so I can't be the... And I know I'm not the source of all gardening information. You're not? <laughs> no, what? I know. I know that's not a good tagline, <laughs> but um, I'm not. And so I try to bring, you know, other people on to share their experience. So. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, just covering all the all the different topics and it moves around the state, which is, is nice because Western Oklahoma is way different than, let's say, Idabel or, Absolutely. or uh, Muskogee. And so it's interesting that when you take the show around the state. The thing I I also try to keep in mind is the diversity that we have to offer. Like Mm -hmm. you might be a vegetable garden, uh, a vegetable gardener, Mm -hmm. and somebody else might be a water gardener. Right. You know what I mean? Like they're all about water lilies and that sort of stuff. (laughs) And it's like, and then somebody else might just care about keeping their lawn pristine green. Mm -hmm. And so I'm constantly like, okay, we've done a lot on vegetables or we need to like think about the water garden or we need to think about the trees or we need to think about the grass or the soil. Mm -hmm. So like hitting all those um, topics within horticulture adds to that diversity on the show as well. Um, or like what expert, you know, well, let's talk about wild wildlife, wildflowers, um, you know, Native. armadillos, yeah. natives. Yeah. Some of the insects or pests or, right. or what have you. Chemical safety. And so we're always kind of looking at the, the scope of what we present as well. Not just the area, the location around the state, mm-hmm. but also the actual subject matter too. So there is no day that is the same. Um, I think right? it's. I, th- <laughs> I think it's sort of affected me a little bit. <laughs> it's hard to keep me on track. Um, but yeah, no, I enjoy. I enjoy the variety that it offers too. Yeah. So Oklahoma gardening makes its way around the state, but its home is really at the botanic garden. Yeah. So water. So yep. you mentioned that it's a hidden gem of it the is. university. It I is. mean. I'll be honest, I drove in the the South entrance this morning for the first time just because I was here early. Yeah. And it's so awesome that there is an entrance there, but it's almost like you could pass it and not know it's there. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, right off of 51 as you yeah. come in on the west side. Yeah. yeah. There's usually some big hay bale or something decorated. <laughs> so cute. Um, so tell us about the Botanic Gardens and how that serves Oklahoma gardening and how it's kind of a pillar of of the department. Right, right. So, you know, somebody I used to work with really said it was kind of the um, the ideal triangle. You know, we used to have this triangle as our logo, Mm -hmm. the extension research and teaching Mm -hmm. and all of those things are happening out there at the Botanic Garden. So we are right next to um, all of the research for turf grass. And so you can see all of those trials and everything. And we're constantly having field days out there. 
teaching. There's so much teaching that happens out there. I think it was last I heard, I don't know, like 20 some departments have actually utilized oh that for goodness. their classes. And that's not just horticulture. That's and, and not even entomology like that. It goes to art classes and English classes and having different like poetry type things out there. Mm -hmm. um, yoga is offered out there, too. And that's that's getting into events, <laughs> which I'm sure we'll get yes. to later. But. I know I had plant ID classes out there. Um, we shoot the show, which is part of that extension aspect out there as well. And so it's really providing a service to the community of Stillwater and to visitors. I have met so many people from out of state visiting also, um, especially during graduation. It's a place to go, like to bring your family mm -hmm. um, during those times um, and enjoy it. So it's it's a pretty special place. Again, it's about, I think, I don't know, I hear five to seven acres as okay. the range. And it's definitely grown from just those couple of raised bed yeah. boxes that used to be out there. It's it's sort of taken on a whole life of its own, which kind of makes it difficult sometimes when we're filming because there's might be a tour group that also drops <laughs> <Right>. off. <laughs> um, but it's it's definitely fun to meet with people. And there's so many people that walk up to me and they're like, "Are you filming right now? This is so exciting!" I you think know? you're a celebrity. It's something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's definitely a beautiful place to be. Um, it's it's free. Open dawn to dusk, seven days a week. Anybody's welcome to come out there. Um, there's a lot of different gardens. And I think what's different, being somebody who came from a botanic garden, it's a little bit unique because the Myriad Gardens was 15 acres and you went from one garden to the next and it sort of flowed together. There's definitely vignettes of gardens out there. So mm -hmm. you have a Japanese garden right next to a patio garden, right next to an annual garden. Because actually that was sort of originally designed because those were like sets for the show. Okay. And so it's like if I want to do something about Japanese garden, I could be in this set and I'm on stage sort uh -huh. of a thing, you yeah. know, and then all of a sudden you have this other set next to it. It's very much a teaching garden, not only for ID, but also for projects. Mm -hmm. Our construction classes, our landscape architecture construction classes do a lot of their um, final assignments, class designs and things like that also out there so yeah I do really feel like you kind of like come around a corner and there's a little surprise like I was just looking out the window as it was pouring rain <laughs> uh just you know how fun it would be and it's really great for kids yeah you know oh, excellent yeah. for kids so it's teaching research like you said for the public but that is just a great place for kids. Oh, absolutely. And we've got so many more new things. There's a beautiful kids garden. We mm -hmm. try to put like plants with animal names in that okay. kids garden. So if you're looking at the name tag, so there's like a teddy bear magnolia. Okay. Um, there's lion ears, um, which is a little annual plant. There's cat whiskers. Um, lamb's ear, um, bat face kufia. So there's a yeah. lot of like animal plant names in that area. Um, and it's right near these cedar trees. So the kids can go and hide under the cedar right. trees with their weeping trees um, branches. We also have the tree walk village. You probably saw that coming yes, in on the south side. That looked really fun. Yeah. So it's this um, uh, three tiered deck system that goes up into the trees so you can actually kind of be up in the trees with a couple of like swinging bridges and a big spiral slide at the end of it um so i don't know i might have my kid's birthday party out there this summer oh that that sounds like <laughs> excellent yeah i think uh when we were filming this morning you said that there's behind me there was a polar bear um drinking from a red solo cup yeah like, yeah the bales, so, so that's if you guys want to see that um <laughs> tune into oklahoma garden yeah, yeah. <laughs> oeta at 
at 11, I got to plug myself. Yes, OTA absolutely. at 11, uh, Sundays at 3, um, or on YouTube, Oklahoma Gardening YouTube. Um, but yeah, so we just filmed an avian influenza segment. And yes. <laughs> it's by the chicken coop. So there's this giant straw, round straw bell polar bear. <laughs> it was there for the winter. It had a like a red scarf on it. And then they kind of retrofitted it, changed the polar bear up a little bit, put yeah. sunglasses on it. So him. now he's drinking a snow cone. And now he's got a giant um, solo cup with a straw. Um, and I think that might have been in the background when we were interviewing you. So I'm sure that made for it. That'll be so funny. I'm excited to listen to it. Oh, we're recording here in May. It may not air for a while. So go back and, and look at that video. Yeah, absolutely. For us. Absolutely. So Casey, thank you so much for joining us today. So plug your plug the, the garden show yeah. again. So, so Oklahoma Gardening, it airs every week. So we have new shows from Valentine's all the way through Thanksgiving. Okay. So about 30 some odd shows that we create weekly. Um, and it's really timely horticulture information. Mm -hmm. um, so that airs on OETA, which is your local PBS channel. Mm -hmm. I think it's either 11 or, or 13, depending mm -hmm. on where you are in the state. Saturdays at 11 and Sundays at 3. It's the same show okay. that airs twice. Um, or you can find us and subscribe on YouTube. Just search Oklahoma Gardening. Um, and I will say it's a resource. So if a lot of times we promote fact sheets with an extension. Right. But if there is a topic like on kiwi or something that maybe hasn't really warranted a fact sheet, you <laughs> right. probably after 48 seasons, we've done a lot of segments. There's a kiwi episode. There's on a there kiwi somewhere. episode out there. <laughs> There's multiple kiwi yeah. episodes. So just search our YouTube channel and you can find a lot more horticulture information out there. Okay. Well, and it's the home of a botanic garden. So see it on there or come to Stillwater. I know I'm going to plan a trip here in the next month uh, with my kids. I just think it's got me excited, um, gives me ideas for my own garden. And so thanks for joining me. Casey. Thank you. It was a delight. This is fun. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for joining us listeners this week. Uh, we will have all the links to all these things in the show notes. Hopefully you have a great gardening day. We're all getting lots of rain. This is mid-May and uh, have a wonderful week. <laughs> <laughs>